Sony. Well, Canada, the date today is Friday, March 11th, 2022, and I am happy to announce that BC is free. Kinda. Somewhat. Halfway. As of midnight last night, BC no longer requires masks. Yay! I'm... I am overjoyed. I mean, I don't want it to sound, um, I don't want to sound facetious or, uh, or like I'm, I'm pretending it's, I'm not, I am, I'm thrilled and I am so happy that we can go without masks now. Um, as you know, if you listen to our show on a regular basis, you know that, uh, a few weeks ago I went to a pub that was not checking vax passports and not making anyone wear masks and i didn't realize how much the mask affects my mood until that night because i came out of that pub feeling super happy and i couldn't understand why until i realized that that mask really affects my mood. It brings me down a lot. And so now that I don't have to wear one, I'm thrilled. The only issue is, is that we still have to use our vaccine passports until April 8th. If we don't need masks, we don't need vaccine passports. And and they're making kids wear masks in school until spring break. I mean, the population that is least affected by COVID still has to wear masks. Go figure. This is, this province doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, we were the last holdouts. We were the very last province to lift any restrictions. And then we're making the segment of the population that is least affected by COVID continue with those restrictions for an additional two weeks. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, none of these decisions are supported by science. None of them. I mean, there's a a doctor in North Vancouver who sent a letter out to all of her patients stating that she was no longer allowed to treat patients even by video. Even if you have a Zoom appointment with her, she cannot treat you because she's not vaccinated. In a province... And I'm sure all provinces are like this, but BC has a real problem with the doc with doctor shortages. And we're firing doctors. And that doctor sent out a letter to her patients stating that, you know, that the, the vaccines don't prevent the spread of COVID. And that uh 
and that because she actually is not able to be vaccinated, um, so between the fact that she's not able to be vaccinated and her belief that vaccines don't prevent spread, which we know is true, that is supported by science and has been admitted by the authorities in health, she still loses her job. And the media has the audacity to say that she's spreading misinformation. When everyone from the CDC to the WHO to even our chief medical officers have all admitted that the vaccine does not prevent transmission. They're still saying that that letter was spreading misinformation. If you don't believe that we're in a civil war already, we are. But it's a war of information. And it's going to get worse, unfortunately. I don't know what the cure is. I, I mean, I think it all starts at the top. It starts with our politicians. I mean, they're the ones who are driving the wedge between people in this country. The media is following suit. And the general public just falls into their teams and makes matters worse. It's unfortunate, and I wish it would stop. I don't know how to stop it. As you know, I am I am more than willing to criticize conservatives when they deserve it. I'm more than willing to praise liberals or NDP when they deserve it. I mean, hell, I, I said that John Horgan was handling this uh, pandemic better than any other leader in the country for the first year and a half. The past six months, not so much. But the first six, uh, first 18 months, yeah, I was willing to admit, and I did, on this show, multiple times. And he's NDP. I think people need to be able to give their opponents credit when they deserve it. And to criticize the people they support when they deserve it. Unfortunately, we are entrenched in this tribal attitude and tribal mentality and that is what's going to tear this country apart